0: Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability.
1: I'm Mike, and I am here with Nick. Good evening, sir. How are you? How'd you like that enthusiasm I gave there? Well, since you totally skipped my answer to how are you, your enthusiasm was great, but now I'm taking it personal.
0: Okay, okay. I'm fine. I'm fine.
1: <laughs> That's better.
0: <laughs> well, it's time. It is time for us to do a show about Halloween again. So last time we did Unsustainable... Nick's unsustainable halloween i keep forgetting to add the nicks because these are your see C- your series i don't know uh, if i but- call
1: it my series but i do find a little bit of joy in it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh we kind of hit a bunch of topics last time and this time i kind of want to drill down a little more on just this year candy corn Gotcha. Oh, it's on the paper somewhere, which before we start, and I know we usually go through some bantering and this and that, and I'm jumping us right to the show. But every time I see candy corn, I have this thought in my head that I don't know where I got it from, how it became something I say all the time. Every time I see candy corn, my answer is... I think all candy corn was actually made in the early 1900s, and they keep a silo somewhere full of it. And at the be- and just before the holidays, they fill up bags in production from that silo, send it to all the stores where it doesn't get purchased, and those stores send it back and they pour it in the top. I think it was like one week of production. It filled a silo, and we're just still working through it.
1: That makes sense to me. Every time I see it, I was looking at, wow, this person must really love candles. <laughs> Because that's what it tastes like, wax. It's not an appealing candy.
0: No, I don't like it. So I don't know where I got that from or why I've decided to say it, but now I say it every Halloween and there's a reasonable chance that if we go back to last year's Halloween special,
1: I probably said it then too. Yeah, I think we did. It's just not something I'm a big fan of. To be honest, my favorite part about the candy on Halloween is the discounted candy the day after Halloween. I don't really, I don't like candy corn at all. I just think it's gross. My wife loves it.
0: Oh, so there is at least one person that eats it. So the silo has to slowly drop.
1: Yeah, it does you know about two bags a year
0: (laughs) so well in the u.s we are going to spend 3.1 billion dollars is the projection this year on halloween candy which by the way is up from last year we had a a steep dip during covid which by the way during covid it dropped really really far still two billion dollars just saying we couldn't even go to stores and buy it No, in the United States. (laughs) I was hoping.
1: How the heck did we
0: find that much candy?
1: But okay, well, the question is, is this the pre Halloween or is this the day after markdown stuff?
0: This is October first through uh, well, the month of October. Total month of October. But think about during COVID. COVID, we couldn't even I don't think we could go get it yet, could we? Walmart was still open. Walmart never closed. Mm, Well, okay, so maybe we maybe we could go shopping, but there's no People coming to our house. Remember, they were coming up with, like, chutes. Designs to send candy through chutes.
1: Yeah, and I agree. And my patent for a candy bazooka was rejected. That's a joke to anyone listening. But... <laughs> To be fair, most people, most couples, if you will, really only buy the candy they like because they only plan on giving a little bit out because most people don't actually have a lot of trick-or-treating. Um, I'm not saying there's no trick-or-treating ever in neighborhoods, but what I've noticed is a steep decline. Most of the time, trick-or-treating are, do, is done on what are called trunk-or-treats, where it will be like in a parking lot or at a church or like a basketball gym where the community gathers and the kids do their thing and everyone has fun, cider, donuts, and they go home. Very rarely do I see communities that actually trick-or-treat. I'm sure Whoa. they're there, but it's not very often
0: welcome to Durant where we shut down the city for kids to trick or treat for the, for the window of time the officers are treating. at the corny at the corners giving candy away it's yeah the the whole town is is pretty much shut down so kids can just run around and, and beg for food
1: that's that's i love that i love, I love panhandling sweets it's beautiful
0: <laughs> so out of that billion, the average person who celebrates Halloween is going to spend pretty close to 28 bucks in candy to either A, give away, or slowly eat and realize that they don't have any candy to give away and turn the light off.
1: Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It really is. And the funny stat that I did
0: not notice is 30% of Halloween candy sales are online. Do you buy your Halloween candy online? Um, I buy a ton of things online. Halloween candy has never made that list.
1: So I buy candy online It's not necessarily for Halloween But it would make sense So if people want to do I'd, I'd be willing to bet that Like in that number Somewhere tucked in there Is a huge amount of orange and black candies From, from Amazon Because Amazon you can buy All different kinds of candies And like like specific colors And like I do a candy table for catering And so I match it to the, the bride and groom's wedding colors And so I, I'm not surprised at that I don't personally I'm usually like I said I'm a day after get it 75% off kind of guy but mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised i mean you know amazon is becoming like part of our daily life
0: so i'm trying to decide do we do another make you guess i don't think i have to, i have a top 10 america's favorite candies for halloween I'm oh yeah to do it
1: make me guess <laughs>
0: I wish everybody could see Nick's face right now. It almost looks pain, like it's in pain.
1: <laughs> I am I am the number one person who loves to prove myself wrong. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, so how do, do you want all 10? Is that what you're trying to accomplish here, or are you thinking maybe five?
1: Whatever you want to do, I'm going to do. Let's do it. Because I'm just going to tell you
0: number 10, because I simply don't believe it. This is candy propaganda so is this, this is, hold on,
1: is is this going to be like number 10 like as in the last one on the list or the one that sold the most
0: this is the last one on the list so this is okay. the top 10 favorite candies in the united states for halloween Halloween peeps, not even on the list.
1: They don't exist. I just goodness. wanted to make sure.
0: But number ten would make Heather proud. Candy corn. It is freaking candy corn. That's not. It can't be true. They're putting it on there to fool us into thinking we should be buying it too. That's the only reason why it's there. I'd agree. <laughs> Number nine. Tell you what, I will give you the first five, these 10 through six, but you have to guess the top five. How's that?
1: Whatever makes you happier. I think that does. I think that does
0: That's going to make me happy. Okay, so number nine, Tootsie Pops, which, yeah, I like them. They're easy to give out. They're not outrageously expensive. And they ensure
1: dentist visits all the time.
0: (laughs) The number eight, well, all of these do, especially for, you know, 100-year-old candy corn. Number eight snickers so it did not crack the top five number seven hershey kisses which i always thought was a little small to be given out but okay and number six to me this is surprising because i also broke it down by state sour patch kids so those are the top six and there's no way zero chance that you will get number five
1: there's zero chance that i'm going to get number five.
0: Zero chance i could give bar. you
1: huh crunch bar
0: crunch, crunch bar yeah not on the list I'll give you three chance. How how about to make this a sporting event, you know, something where you have a chance. I'll give you three at each one of these. So Crunch Bar is not on the list. You can't bring it up again because there's no no reason to.
1: Swedish Fish. Swedish Fish is
0: not in the top 10. But... I will tell you there is a state that that is number that is their number one candy.
1: That's disgusting. OK,
0: um, <laughs> that's two guesses. You got one more.
1: Uh, the first the first one was a practice. Um, <laughs> let's see. Number five. I can't guess it. So it must be something obscure or something. I'm going to give I you just... a hint. Think
0: movie theater box candies.
1: Mike and Ike's? No, but it's kind of close. Hot tamales. Oh, disgusting. Why?
0: Hot tamales. It's the, the I'm trying to think of the uh, the cinnamon liquors of candy, but it's... Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> I was thinking hot damn, actually, but, but I could not believe that was number five. But there is, I believe, multiple states that, uh, that is their favorite candy. So number four... Should I give you any hints, like, if it's chocolate or just, like, a sugary, fruity thing?
1: Um, You can. If you want to give me hints, that's fine. I mean, we only have four more guesses, and I think I know two of them. I just don't Ooh. know where they're going to fall.
0: Okay, so number four, it's not a chocolate.
1: That's not fair. It should all be chocolate. Um, <laughs> All the best ones are chocolate. Gosh darn it. Let's see. What kind of not ch- uh, Starburst?
0: You just nailed number four. I got <laughs> one. Go me. <laughs> You just look like you hurried up to write it down. Like you were like, ha ha, nailed it. I'm actually writing
1: them all down. So I don't say the same thing twice. <laughs> so, well, you got one. Number three. Hey, hey is... hold on. I got I got two. I had candy corn as well. Don't even, don't take that away I, yeah, from me. Yeah, but I
0: said, Heather, that gave it away.
1: I don't care. What did you win by an inch or a mile? Winning's winning. <laughs> Number three is a chocolate candy. All right, so number three, if it's a chocolate candy, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take one and say that I get three guesses on all of these. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that my first one is a Reese's pumpkin.
0: Uh, for number three, that is not
1: it at okay, all. Okay, so that must be number one or two because it's on the list. Um, <laughs> then it's got to be M and M's. You're you're getting kind of good at this game.
0: It is number three is M and M's. Number two is not a chocolate.
1: Not a chocolate. Skittles.
0: Nailed it. Starting to think maybe you're psychic here.
1: Did you practice? No. Did you actually research through this thing yet? I've never practiced. I don't research, but I've been eating candy for 35 years, Michael.
0: <laughs> and The number one most popular candy in the United States.
1: It better be a Reese's pumpkin.
0: Well, it doesn't say pumpkin. It just says Reese's. Pumpkin. But yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups. Number one in all of the United States.
1: It's because they're delicious. The pumpkins are better, <laughs> better though.
0: So 172 million people plan to celebrate Halloween. With and 95, apparently. 95% of them plan, plan to buy candy. I think that's 95% plan to buy, 5% end up buying. Because I think I feel like everybody is purchasing it. The next thing, if you live in Oregon. Please let me know if this is true. But I received a stat that says in Oregon, full-size candy bars are the norm for trick-or-treating.
1: They do not do fun size. They don't do fun size. Well, it's kind of insulting. Because there's nothing fun about having less. There's nothing fun about having to open six wrappers for one full-size candy bar or the equivalent of it.
0: So actually, Oregon's being slightly more sustainable because wrappers are a huge waste. Those things last 10 to 20 years.
1: With bad music it, the whole time. Well, not that kind of rappers.
0: <laughs> they ever tell you I did that in college, by the way? Yeah, Eminem,
1: at, let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> so at the university, some uh, someone got very, very mad. Someone put a bowl of candy down and people ate it and left all the rappers laying around. So they put a note that says, stop leaving your rappers laying around. So I printed out Jay-Z and Eminem and all them and cut them out and laid them all over the table. And left the sign there and left. <laughs> Hilarious, but no, I do have stats about that because there's a tremendous. Every person is going to create a pound of waste when it comes to wrappers over the candy they receive. That is
1: everyone eats that much, or is that just breaking the amount down that was sold?
0: Well, that's in a sense that they assume that whatever's sold is primarily going to go out there. Actually, there is a waste factor for candy too. I think it's almost 30% of the candy gets wasted.
1: I'm not I'm not surprised by that because generally, you know, kids go out, they trick-or-treat, they always come home and they they dump out their bags, their parents take their candy tax, and kids only really eat what they like first, and then some of the other stuff. Like let's say Tootsie Rolls are a good example or Smarties, like in my household. We'll get eaten like maybe a week later when all the good stuff's gone. And then mm-hmm. about a month later we throw away whatever's left. Because we even we don't like I mean if Heather and I go through the kids' candy. There's a couple things I, I might snatch a ticks uh, t- sorry, snatch a twix or Snickers, but I don't eat three quarters of the stuff they get. It's just I don't know. I don't care for most of it. I like I like chocolate. I mean I do like candy, but it's not, you know, I don't like most of that stuff. I
0: think anytime you're getting what is given, you're never going you didn't choose it. So not all of it is something that you actually like. And it kind of sits there. You don't it's like no one gives it away to someone else just in case they might want it later, but it does. We've for years we used to have candy that sat there through a cycle. I started giving it putting it in the kids' lunches as little surprise snacks and stuff just to get it out of the house. but Why
1: is my chocolate turning white? It's way too old. <laughs> Throw it away.
0: Right. So all these wrappers are going to end up either in a landfill or a water source. Honestly. One pound per person. Per 172 million Americans. Each will create one pound of waste in wrappers.
1: Let's do some math real quick. Now you got me curious, Michael. Why? Tell you in a second. For the first time ever, Google did not know what I wanted to write. Right. Normally when I go to type something in those exactly what i want to know
0: it knows you not
1: right no it doesn't oh lord have mercy your brother is not smart you know that and by by i mean me not the other one
0: did you just multiply um 172 times one
1: not exactly why no just why guess. why would i multiply 172 times one 172, 172 million
0: americans with a pound of trash each it's 172 no, that's... million pounds of trash
1: no i'm trying to figure out and i'm, I'm struggling here trying to figure out how many grams one single fun size wrapper weighs I, don't, I doubt it's even a gram it's probably like a half gram because if you're telling me there is a pound of waste and wrappers if you do that by the fun size one and my math is terrible but there's 28 grams in a what an ounce there's 16 ounces in a pound and if there's like let's let's just say they weigh they weigh a gram each so that what let's say 28 um times 16 because my brain doesn't work as well as all you geniuses out there Use a calculator that's 448 for a 448. My God, that's a lot of candy.
0: On top of the fact that that candy that they collect on average for kids in that one night are going to collect anywhere between 3,500 and 7,000 calories.
1: Yeah, that makes sense if it's a pound of chocolate.
0: And on the on the first night, the average consumption is up to three cups of sugar. 144 teaspoons.
1: And just candy? Yes. Oh, my God. Because
0: the average American on a normal day already consumes 22 teaspoons. And an average kid on a normal day averages 33 teaspoons. But on Halloween that day, that and this is, and it says average, which scares the crap out of me because there's some kids that aren't getting a lot of candy eaten in one day, which means there's some that are binging like serious puke and rally kind of work. Three cups of sugar, 144 teaspoons. That's insane. That's a lot of sugar.
1: That is a, I'm all hyped up a Mountain Dew. Yes.
0: Right. So, one of the problems that we run into is when it comes to sustainability, not only is the wrappers thing a problem and the production and the embodied energy and all those things we talk about, are, or that it takes anywhere from 10 to 20 years for them to break down and start to biodegrade, but chocolate itself is a massively intense process. For a Mm -hmm. couple of reasons it uses an insane amount of water
1: Mm -hmm. it
0: is one of those productions where they just clear cut all the trees all the natural forest to put into cocoa uh, plants and trees and so it and uh, in africa it has caused massive deforestation so not only does it take a ton of water to grow it has to grow in places that don't have a ton of water but we completely strip the environment to grow it. Sounds
1: like a winning po- uh, strategy to me. <laughs> so really, probably, nowhere near remotely
0: close to sustainable. On top of the fact that in many countries, it is some of the most vulnerable employee or the vulnerable community members that are employees. Quite often, children, lots mm. and lots of children working in the chocolate industry. It is considered like one of the worst foods for carbon footprint. And it is several of the top candies that we binge during the holiday season just halloween we haven't even talked about christmas and easter and all these other ones these are just halloween numbers
1: well yeah i mean chocolate has become a staple in american culture and i'm sure it's like that all over the world but we we love chocolate we use it everywhere and so when it comes to chocolate all these these you know these candy companies these reeses and these these hershey's kisses and all these i mean it's that's cheap chocolate but it's still chocolate And it's, they go through a lot of it. Yeah.
0: So you have, I mean, chocolate has its own problems, its it's production process, where it comes from. It's got all all this embodied energy, but we, sometimes we forget it also includes milk. So in some of our past shows, we've talked about commercial ag and we Mm -hmm. know the carbon footprint that the beef and commercial ag for milk and you know dairy, what kind of footprint they have. So not only is chocolate a big deal with how it is grown, but then we're going to mix it with milk and make milk chocolate. That is why it is one of the far worst products when it comes to sustainability and carbon footprint.
1: Well, you're just being anti-American now, Michael. Next, you are be <laughs> well, after the ranch and bacon.
0: You do know this. This episode is called Unsustainable Halloween, right?
1: I heard I heard what you said, but, you know, you, you, this is for the children, Michael. Uh, but I totally, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I'm with you.
0: Well, it, well Another part is that 40, uh, $400 million worth of that $3.1 billion. And by the way, that 3100000000 billion isn't all of Halloween. That is just candy. That is not costumes or anything else. Decor,
1: $400,000 of that
0: is likely to be wasted because someone got something they didn't like it sits in the cupboard until it goes bad and they throw it out
1: yeah there's only so much time you can spend trading candy with your friends so you you're all circulating the same stuff no one wants
0: yeah and there's not a lot of things you can do to make it overly sustainable you give out oranges kids are going to bomb your house you know That's you, give accurate. Out, you, you start giving out pencils and things that they're going to use they're not going to be happy you know maybe it's a one candy with something else but i i you start giving out oranges you're going to have a marked home
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i do want to i don't want to i don't want to get, take this too far down a rabbit hole because i know yes, a lot we of people do. enjoy a lot of people enjoy halloween they like to dress up they like to have a good time we want to cover some of this just so people know but i do i did find it really interesting to go by state and see the favorite candy. You want to hear it? You just stared at me.
1: I don't know if I want to do all 50, but we'll, let's give it a no, shot. We'll I get. have all 50. All right. I'll, I'll start writing.
0: No, we're not going to guess. We won't guess. I'm just going to. I think that we would have to have a part two. I think if that was the part two of part two. Where's your sense of adventure? <laughs> It'd be unsustainable Halloween part two squared. That's four for anyone that doesn't know that. There's a lot of the same ones on here, though. So these are just the favorite for Halloween, not the whole year. But Maine is Sour Patch Kids. New Hampshire, M&M's. Vermont, M&M's, probably because they're so close to each other. They share. Uh, Massachusetts is more Sour Patch Kids. Connecticut Really, kind of jumps off the rails and goes almond joy, yeah. which I didn't know was anybody's favorite. I like well, them, they but they're not my favorite. Most people forget Connecticut exists, so that's good. Right, Sour Patch Kids is sour. Patch. I said the it's New York, New York, like Sour Patch Kids. See, I'm tired. That's ironic.
1: New York is full of Sour Patch Kids.
0: <laughs> New Jersey is Tootsie Pops. Delaware Sour Patch Kids. Maryland is Hershey Kisses. Pennsylvania Hershey mini candy bars.
1: I wonder why.
0: <laughs> Rhode Island Twix. Yes, so Twix. Rhode Island
1: up. for the win. I'm okay with that.
0: <laughs> West Virginia blow pops. The uh, Virginia hot tamales. That, so that's that how we We got some states leading in the hot tamale run. There we most have most
1: likely in the South.
0: North Carolina Reese's. South Carolina yes. Butterfinger.
1: Oh, with- I forgot all about those. I know, see. I like those, but they make my teeth hurt. I just can't eat them very much. It's like eating a delicious piece of concrete. <laughs>
0: then you have Georgia number one candy, Swedish Fish. Ugh. Don't go trick or treating in Georgia. Florida is Reese's. I can't believe it's a chocolate because it just melts. Alabama. It's only if you
1: have them long enough.
0: Alabama is Skittles. Kentucky Reese's, Ohio M&M's. For a minute there, I thought they were going to say like bread or something. Sorry, Ohio. I'm kidding. Michigan, Starburst. Really? Michigan we are star we are the starburst state Uh, our
1: our, our, our state shaped like a glove like a mitten it should be m&ms they have an m (laughs) we have an m it's it's a match made in obesity michael that's what it should be
0: you're just thinking about camping that's all you're thinking about
1: i absolutely am camping in michigan with m&ms
0: yes we did uh indiana starburst so it must be a regional thing wisconsin butterfinger Illinois, Sour Patch Kids. Minnesota, Hot Tamales. That's our second Hot Tamale state.
1: I'm thoroughly surprised that Minnesota's Hot Tamales. I'm not surprised that Illinois, Sour Patch Kids is the same exact thing as New York.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Iowa, M&M's. Here's a new one. Uh, Missouri, Milky Ways.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Where would I? I lost my spot. Oh, Arkansas, Butterfinger.
1: There's a lot of Butterfingers
0: for Butterfinger not making the top 10. Louisiana, Lemonheads. Heads. What? I forgot they existed. Lemonheads, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever actually had one.
0: Texas is Starburst. Oklahoma, Skittles. Kansas, M&M's. There's a lot of M&M's on this thing. Nebraska, Sour Patch Kids. South Dakota, Jolly Ranchers. Okay, well. North Dakota, Hot Tamales. Someone is doing a, a amazing job marketing Hot Tamales. I don't know who you I hope you're listening. Congre- you're fantastic. You've done an excellent job. Montana twix so that's our second twix wyoming is reese's colorado is hershey kisses uh new mexico is the mini hershey bars arizona is hershey kisses utah tootsie pops idaho snickers washington tootsie pops oregon m&ms nevada hot tamales
1: are you hold on was that a inappropriate uh, (laughs) no no that's there
0: that's what the notes say
1: okay well California go to Vegas and ask for hot tamales, you know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> California. They went with the Reese's Sour Patch really Kids fun. in Alaska and Hawaii likes the mini Hershey bars. So all 50 states. I think there's a few surprises in there, but I, I just thought it was fun to, to read them off. I know we're not celebrating the concept of tiny candy bars and the waste that comes along with them, but we're playing along a little.
1: if I would have said hot tamales every time, I would have been correct nearly 10% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever have thought that that's an answer? No, they sound disgusting. I don't like them. They're cinnamon. I don't like I don't I love cinnamon. I don't think cinnamon should be hot or spicy.
0: Yeah. Well, uh... I guess I can't say that. I like so much cinnamon it burns in my mouth. It doesn't matter if it's tea or candy or something. I like it where it's very strong.
1: Yeah, I like strong cinnamon, too. But like, look, let me put this into perspective. I used to love cinnamon. Then somewhere around 2014 or 15, I did that Cinnamon Dragon Challenge. My life has never been the same since. And um, I don't know if you've ever done that. Don't.
0: It's just a mouthful of cinnamon?
1: A spoon. It's a tablespoon full of cinnamon right on your tongue. You have to chew and swallow with no liquid.
0: Uh just the dryness of that would be a challenge. Well, it's
1: it's it's why it's called the cinnamon dragon challenge because the moment you try to breathe in it makes you cough and then as you cough out it's a plume of cinnamon. Mm. And it is not not for the faint of heart. Or the week of palate, I don't like it. I did it, and it's ruined me on cinnamon, sir. Mm, now I don't. Do and that. now, now I only use cinnamon sticks. Like if I'm cooking with cinnamon, I put a whole stick in something. When the dish is done, the stick comes out. There's no more ground cinnamon anywhere.
0: <laughs> you don't want to make that mistake twice. You are afraid that I might happen?
1: Well, I I'm not afraid that might happen. But it, after that, I developed a peculiar irritation. Like I just hate the grittiness cinnamon gives things. Even things where most people wouldn't notice it, I taste it. Like if it's in a sauce, like a vanilla sauce, or it's an ice cream, I taste it and i don't like it the texture just drives me crazy
0: gotcha gotcha all right well that's that's a great way until we get in the show is your disdain for cinnamon now So well, that's all we have this week. yes i know my brain buffered maybe i should leave that in this time uh thank you all for because no one knows i do that almost every time i never can transition to a close three years later it still happens
1: the best part is though, is that that you can, you start to, and it starts to be really good, whether you're one second in or 10 seconds in. And it's just like <laughs> someone pulls the cord and it's just like freezes.
0: Oh, anyways, thank you all for taking the time to listen to us and join us on the show. We really do appreciate it. If you'd enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or on social media. If you want to help realistic sustainability, if you've been listening for a while, you know what to do. Click a like, leave a comment, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. These are all things that we absolutely love to see, and it helps people find us too. Last, if you think realistic sustainability brings value to your life and you want to help us out a little more, well, go to greeninyourlife.org forward slash podcast or go to anchor.fm and search realistic sustainability. Those are two places where you can support us. Either buy a one-time donation or simply sign up for a monthly one. 99 cents is the lowest one you can do. You can support us for less than $12 a year. And we do appreciate it. It does help us out. Thank you so very much for listening. And remember, we only get together like this not only to be entertained by Nick's wit, but to get a little bit better each week. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike. And I'm Nick. And we'll see you next week.